his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. This is the WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. And this morning, we are waking to news of another mass casualty shooting, another workplace attack in a place where employees are required to lock their phones during their shift. We have located eight people at the scene with injuries consistent to gunshot wounds. Those eight were pronounced deceased here at the scene. That bloody scene is a FedEx facility, Indianapolis. FedEx reviewing that locked phone policy now. Are two vaccine doses going to be enough? That is the concern right now. Now may be the best time to book that vaccine appointment. There are thousands of open slots. That's the ideal. That's fantastic. I'm Marla Diamond at the Queen Center Mall. More than a million Connecticut residents fully vaccinated. Vaccinated people are, it's working. I'm Sean Adams in Bridgeport. And a top health executive is very optimistic about the future of New York. Joe Connolly will tell us why. Ready for some baseball today in the snow? Marco Belletti will tell us about today's quandary for the Mets. And we'll hear today's News Radio archives for this date's milestones on Friday, April 16th. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. A deeper dive into the stories you need to start your day with fewer commercials. I'm Wayne Cabot. Welcome to a brand new day. It's Friday, the 16th. It's going to be a cloudy day today with a cold breeze, high only about 50. A little better for the weekend. We'll hear from Craig Allen in a couple of minutes. Well, we're waking to news this morning. We just got a briefing from the police in Indianapolis confirming eight people have been shot and killed at a FedEx facility there overnight. The shooter then killed himself. Several others have been injured, some critically, in this attack last night. The motive not known. No name on the shooter. Families have been gathered this morning at a hotel trying to get word on their loved ones, which is not easy because this facility is near the Indianapolis International Airport and the FedEx workers are required to lock their phones. This man was able to get a text from his wife. My wife works in there. She texted me to tell me there was an active shooter. After I communicated with her for a while and then it went silent for a while. So I came here just to see what was going on. And uh, when I got here, she texted me and she says, I'm okay. Now, a FedEx representative says that the company is reevaluating its policy, not allowing employees to have phones with them during work hours because of this shooting last night. As news about the shooting spread, employees and family complained the company's policy left family members wondering whether their loved ones were safe. Most employees didn't have cell phones on them at the time of the shooting, so it was very difficult to get information out. There is disturbing body cam video. Uh, the evening news 
cast showed it last night with the warning about just how disturbing it is. A 13-year-old boy in Chicago appearing to drop a handgun at police's orders, and then the police shot him and killed him. This happened a couple of weeks ago, and they released this video for all to see in the neighborhood at the same time. People were watching on their cell phones as it came out, and the reaction has been stunned. Silence from a lot of people. Police say Toledo had a gun. In police body cam video, his hands appear to be empty. Toledo family lawyer Adina Wise-Ortiz. Adam complied with the officer's request, dropped the gun, turned around. The officer saw his hands were up and pulled the trigger. The seventh grader was shot in the chest. Shot fired, shot fired. Get an ambulance over here now. Adam Toledo was 13 years old. People in the neighborhood say, yeah, maybe he did have a gun. He dropped that gun. And while it's wrong to carry a gun, death should not be the punishment for it, particularly in a neighborhood with a lot of gang violence where people feel unsafe. Well, two shots likely won't be enough for the Pfizer vaccine or maybe the Moderna vaccine. That's the word coming out of Pfizer. Marla Diamond is in Queens with that news and also about the city's plans to get the first two shots in the arms. Marla, good morning. Good morning, Wayne. Getting the COVID-19 vaccine may be like getting the annual flu shot, according to the CEO of Pfizer, who said yesterday a third booster shot will likely be needed within 12 months of full vaccination due to coronavirus variants. Meanwhile, suddenly the city has thousands of open vaccine appointments, City Health Commissioner Dr. Dave Choksi. There's now um, a longer window, uh, you know, not too long, hours or in some cases, um, you know, a day or two, Uh, before they get filled. And that's very important, actually, to ensure that we are uh, reaching uh, the people that we want to reach. Especially those who might be hesitant to get vaccinated or those who don't have access to a computer to book an appointment. The commissioner says New York has been getting more Pfizer and Moderna supply, and the increased availability is not cause for alarm. And we're live at the Queen Center Mall, Marla Diamond, WCBS News Radio 880. Hey, how's this for a good round number? One million people fully vaccinated just in Connecticut, which is pretty impressive considering that Connecticut has two and a half million adults. It's a pretty large percentage. And could that be why the numbers remain so low in Connecticut, the COVID numbers? Let's ask Sean Adams, who's in Bridgeport. Sean, good morning. What's the good word? Well, the good word is this. The vaccines are working. That is the optimistic assessment of uh, Connecticut Governor Ned Lamont. More than 1 million people fully vaccinated, 1.6 million partially. We're still doing a lot of testing. We're making sure that's our early warning system. Gives us a lot of indication of where the infections are. The positivity rate is low, 2%. That's um, not zero, but it's lowest it's been in a number of weeks, and that's uh, incredibly positive. Around 500 people in hospitals. Who's getting sick? Almost exclusively folks who have not been vaccinated. Anecdotally, when a vaccinated person does get sick, it is typically mild. There are still COVID clusters in the southwest. Waterbury and Bridgeport have higher numbers. Old Lyme, though, gets kudos this morning. 75% vaccinated there, approaching herd immunity, Wayne. And getting shots is getting easier? Yes, you know, Connecticut has a set of goals for equity. So mobile vans had been bringing the one-shot J&J vaccine to minority communities due to the J&J pause. The vans now stock Pfizer and Moderna, so they're going to have to schedule uh, multiple visits to underserved neighborhoods, and they're out there again. 
Sean, thank you. There's a health executive who is very optimistic about the future of New York, and Joe Connolly is here with that big money story this morning. Morning, Joe. Morning, buddy. Northwell Health Chief Executive Michael Dowling told the Fordham University Real Estate Institute that Northwell Health has 10,000 employees working remotely full-time right now, and he says they seem to be happier and productivity has improved. Now the question then becomes, what does that mean for the real estate side of my business? What real estate did I have fully occupied a year ago that won't be fully occupied going forward? What do I do with it? Uh, Does it provide me opportunities to replace it with other functions, other revenue generating sources, etc.? So those are the kinds of things we're going uh, dealing with at the moment. COVID is a temporary blip. You know, it was difficult, and I don't want to minimize it, um, but uh, we will we will recover from this. And we might be, we'll all be a little bit different. I don't think we'll be the same exactly, but I do think we will come back strong. And I think New York, New York will continue to be the city of dreams. I'm actually taking space in Hudson Yards, and I'm looking at other places around uh, on the region where I need to be, whereas today it may be a little bit dormant, Five, three years from now, it'll be flush. And Wayne, there is so much hiring in healthcare right now. Michael Dowling told the Fordham audience that Northwell Health hires 100 to 150 new employees every single week. That is an impressive stat. Thank you, Joe Connolly. Well, we um, are getting a unique perspective from a member of Congress who happens to have been really picked on a lot for being Asian when she was young, and she has her thoughts about that next. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. Now on the Morning News Roundup with the WCBS Exergen Weather Forecast, Chief Meteorologist Craig Allen. Pretty interesting what's going on out there right now, and you look up and you see the sun is starting to rise in the eastern horizon. You say, what's so interesting about that? Happens every day. Well, we have snow falling. To the north of that, though, in Connecticut, the Mid-Hudson Valley, the storm from yesterday is stuck over the uh, Cape Cod area, and it's actually moving back into Rhode Island and Massachusetts. So the, the precip that's to our north will actually start to circulate on down. We will get into some chilly rain showers at times this afternoon. Highs near or a little over 50. Brisk winds and cold for tonight, 36 to 42. Tomorrow looks okay. Partly sunny, at least partial sunshine. Highs back up closer to 60. And most of Sunday, while there will be a fair amount of clouds around, will also be dry. Uh, with just a chance of a brief passing shower and a high between 60 and 65 degrees. This morning, though, it's cold. It's in the mid-30s to around 40. The city's 41. Humidity, 82%. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. Congresswoman from Queens, Grace Meng, says growing up in the city, she dealt with anti-Asian taunts all the time. Today, she says, the dynamic is no better. And she gave her theory on this to WCBS reporter Peter Haskell. This has uh, really been an issue with the former president using language like Chinese virus, Kung flu, and really uh, led to a lot of these types of incidents and Asian Americans being scapegoated uh, for this virus. So it's been really alarming. People are afraid to leave their homes. They're not letting their grandparents go out. They're preventing their children from going outside to play because they don't want them to get 
uh, attacked or harassed. What is your sense? How much of it is the former president's language? How much is it economic stress? How much is it mental illness? What's your take? I mean, it's a combination of everything. I just believe that if you look at the data, the number of incidents that it's really skyrocketed in the last year, uh, about the time when he was using that language. You talk about the, that fear. I'm, I'm curious, uh, how old are your kids and what do you tell them? That's a great question. Um, I don't have any necessarily right answers on how to talk to children, although I will say that a lot of people have been asking, you know, what do you say to your kids? How do you say it? Um, And I say, you know, try to bring up the issue in a very uh, natural and organic way, explain to them that these types of incidents may happen And that it's important to be, you know, number one, to be confident of your background and what you look like and the diversity that you bring to this country. And also, if you see it happen to someone, you know, speak up for them and make sure that people know that it's not okay to say these types of things. Queens Congresswoman Grace Meng with Peter Haskell. Their conversation is on this week's 880 In-Depth podcast, wherever you get yours. Well, how about some baseball? In the snow, that's the possibility today. And uh, here with the sports update, Marco Belletti. Morning, Marco. Morning, Wayne. Yeah, you always want your ace to be on the mound as much as possible. For the Mets, of course, you obviously do. you got Jacob deGrom. He's probably the best in the game. But do you really want him pitching in sub-freezing temperatures and snow? That's the quandary the Mets find themselves in. They're in Colorado for the start of three tonight. Now, the Mets landed in a snowstorm. It's expected to snow today. Flurries tonight. Temperatures around 28 at game time. It's not exactly ideal for DeGrom as he gets the nod against Chichi Gonzalez, bringing right here on WCBS 880 in the Odyssey app, beginning at 8. Yankees home for the race tonight. No love lost between these two. Going back a few years now, seemed to escalate again in Tampa with a few guys getting hit. Aaron Boone telling Carton and Roberts on WFAN, looking to avoid all the extra drama. I will say there's absolutely nothing intentional, and and we don't want to go down that road at all. We, we, we feel like we want to have our blinders on and just – we know a good team's coming in to play us, a team that we're going to have to beat, and and that'll be our focus. Both the Knicks and Nets in action tonight. Knicks at the Mavericks riding a four-game win streak. The Nets, they'll welcome the Hornets. Marco Bloody, WCBS 880 Sports. Friday morning. Welcome to the Morning News Roundup. I'm Wayne Cabot. Thanks for listening. Three things to know. Closing arguments are Monday in the Derek Chauvin trial, after which the racially diverse jury is going to begin deliberating in a city on edge. The fired cop passed on the chance to tell the jury what he was thinking when he pressed his knee against George Floyd's neck for nine and a half minutes. Two, it is the biggest update to Google Earth in five years, now showing time-lapse video on four decades of satellite imagery, which demonstrates clearly how climate change has affected glaciers and beaches and all across the world. Third thing, today marks 100 days since the January 6th insurrection, and in that time, 410 people have been arrested in at least 45 states, and the investigation continues. From our news archives on this date, April 16th, here's our 88 seconds in sound. The morning news on this date in 2020 was that 22 million Americans had just filed unemployment wiping out a decade of job gains. Three things to know at the news that afternoon. Governor Cuomo has extended New York's coronavirus pause until May 15th. In New Jersey, Governor Murphy is keeping schools closed until May 15th. 
2018, the day they gave the Pulitzer Prize to Kendrick Lamar for his album Damn. He's the only rapper and first non-classical or jazz musician to win the Pulitzer for music. I've replayed that morning over and over and over again. Virginia Tech survivor Colin Goddard on what was on this date in 2007 the deadliest mass shooting in modern American history. 32 were killed and 17 wounded by a student who took his own life and was allowed by Virginia law to buy one gun each month, despite being diagnosed as severely depressed. Memories aren't the only reminders. He still has three bullets in his body. Goddard now pushes for gun safety reforms like background checks. We do not have to accept that gun violence is part of American culture. 1999. There's nothing like playing in Manhattan. The Rangers bid farewell to Wayne Gretzky. And it turned out the day before that last game, the Rangers owner offered him a check of $1 million just to consider not retiring. You could have kept the million dollars and you considered yeah. it and said... Probably the dumbest thing I've ever done, right? <laughs> the WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. Live on 880 and on demand at WCBS880.com slash roundup or wherever you get your podcasts. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion.